Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today, <coughs> oh, that one got me in the back. It's a little bit of dry weed this time. I just put a lemon peel in. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Maybe I'll cut that out. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Beer time. Oh, yeah, so this stuff I'm smoking is a little bit drier, so I just put a lemon peel in there, even though... I already had um, one of those little, like, you know, hydrogen packs or hydration packs in there. <coughs> but today, <laughs> sorry for all the coughing. Today we're smoking, um, it's not that one, that's a different bottle. We're smoking, what was it? Uh, Good Supply Co's Gro Grower's Choice Indica. It's a 20%. It's pretty good, actually. <coughs> Other than taking that hit and it being a little bit too dry, <laughs> which is why I put the lemon peel in the thing. But yeah, I did that. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's a hell of a way to start the show. Mm. Okay. Other thing I want to talk about. Real quick. Glass tips. If you haven't used a glass tip. You need to use a glass tip. Now, there are probably better ones than what I bought. I just bought one off Amazon because I heard about it, honestly, from Be Real and Cypress Hill and their whole, you know, uh, what are they, funky feel tips. I'm in Canada, so I didn't want to order them or I wanted to try them because I'm not always a big fan of new stuff. So I figured I would find a couple on Amazon that were cheaper. So I got a five pack for like 12 bucks on Amazon. And let me tell you, Fuck cardboard tips. <laughs> Seriously, fuck them right to hell. Go fuck them. <laughs> now, I don't know what papers you smoke, but I started using, because I've been rolling more joints because I'm trying to quit smoking cigarettes, which is kind of working, but not really 100% working. Anyway, doesn't matter. Point is, is that I'm having the occasional cigarette, but I've been rolling more joints to smoke more joints. Looks like I already started this. I didn't. I just burnt the tip off and it already burnt down. Anyway, point is, is that I went from zigzags or silver rizzlas, which you can't get anymore, to these king-size raw, um, these ones, king-size black raw organic papers, the originals, and they're fucking delicious, all you taste is the weed, but I've been using cardboard uh, filter inserts, and <coughs> recently I've heard about these glass ones, these funky field tips, because I was watching uh, Cypress Hills, Dr. Green Thumb or Be Real's Dr. Green Thumb podcast. And he was talking about them and how great they were. So I figured, you know what? I need to try this. So I'm going to try it. So I ordered five tips, pink, blue, clear, black, and green. I tell you what, <laughs> I took that fucking clear one out of the package. I took this drier herb, <laughs> and I rolled it into my raw paper. I know this sounds like an advertisement. I don't get paid for any of this. I'm just telling you, and it's funny to say it this way. So fucking listen. <coughs> I rolled it into my raw paper, and I put my new glass filter in there. I took my first hit, much like you should right now. <laughs> I'm in a mood, man. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Let your join. I'll tell you the rest in a second. So... I lit my joint, I took my whole 
And it, like, granted, when it came, it wasn't as dry as it is now because I've had it for a couple days and it's been sitting in my garage because I have kids and I keep it out there. And if you do too, you should keep it away from your kids. Just saying, find a spot. Garage probably not the best spot because it dries out. Maybe I should invest in a humidifier. I might have to do that. I think so. Not for the garage. Ah, humidifier. Oh, fucking idiot. A humidor. A weed humidor. Maybe that's the next thing I should look into. But anyway, so I started, I used this glass tip. Dude, I'm telling you. If you have not smoked out of a glass tip, you need to. Especially if you smoke joints or blunts all the time. If that's your thing. Like, I'm primarily a bong guy. So, like... I'm already smoking out of glass as it is. Started doing dabs, so I smoke out of glass. And I could never really wrap my head around the like the hot, peppery, cardboard burn of a haul that you would get once you got like, you know, once the joint got going. With these fucking glass tips, man, all you taste is the weed. So if you're hacking up a fucking lung using one of these bad boys, look at this. It's like, okay. Let's see. It's that long. Okay, that's that's the end. Right here is where it ends. So it's a pretty long it's a pretty long filter. I'm sure you could probably get them a little smaller. But I like it though because it actually sits right where it would go in between your fingers and there's two little divots so that none of the weed actually goes through, two little like glass divot pocket things. So it's like perfect for where your fingers rest and then you just you know, you feel like you're actually like smoking a stogie <sighs> or like a nice. Anyway, the point is the flavor is 100%. And then with the raw king size papers, because they're organic, they're uh, thin, uh, they're meant for, from what I understand from the raw videos online on YouTube, um, they're meant to give it that flavor. They're created or manufactured to make sure that you get the flavor rather than like a smoky, disgusting taste. Or a heated up taste. So yeah, as soon as I started using this, that's one thing I could say for sure, was that every puff is perfect. Like, it doesn't, it's not harsh. It gets a little warmer as you get down, but I think it, but it not like with the cardboard. When you have the cardboard filter there, fuck dude, that thing burns my throat every time. Like I end up hacking, I have to put it down, I can't smoke the whole thing. With this thing, I can smoke the whole thing. And yeah, you do have to clean it out, but just get some uh, 420 cleaner and that stuff will fucking do it. I use that. It's really good. But shit, yeah, if you have me, if you're using cardboard filters, fuck cardboard filters. Get rid of your zigzags. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on record. Fuck it. <coughs> I haven't used my zigzags since. Actually, that's not true. I did use zigzags to roll uh, cigarettes because I don't want to waste these papers. <laughs> so occasionally I'd roll a cigarette with a zigzag. But that's the only time I use that fucking thing. Because that paper is disgusting. And you don't realize it until you use the raw papers. Then when you take the fucking glass filter and replace that with the or replace the cardboard filter with the glass filter, dude. I'm telling you right now. Sorry if that was gross. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh I'm telling you right now. Fucking it's a shit. You won't go back. You won't go back to anything else. I I haven't used of a uh, uh, cardboard filter since I got these and I got them on I got them one two three four days ago and I probably smoked I don't smoke a lot of joints but I probably smoke like five joints which is a lot for me and I've just strictly used these filters 
Plus, they came in a five pack. So, like, if I go to somebody's house, I can roll them a filter joint because I'm going to wash the filter after anyway. A glass filter joint, and they can get a taste for it. I did it at my buddy's. I gave him the filter to try. I left it over there so he could try it out because I was amazed at how good they are. And that's the other thing. So if you like, okay, I roll my joints big now because I use these fucking papers. They're huge, right? So when you, I don't smoke the whole thing all at once normally. <laughs> like I'll come out here, have a coffee, smoke like half, put it out, right? And with the glass filters, there's no disgusting like, oh, restart joint shit. Uh-uh, it's all flavor, I'm telling you. Like, you can tap out the little ash once it's all hard, and you just pop that out, and it's like re it's relighting a new joint, like a brand new joint. So you never actually lose any of the flavor. So yeah, so those are my, those are my uh, fucking picks for the week, I guess you could fucking call it. These may be my picks for the month, I don't know, man. They're fucking good. But yeah, I suggest you go on Amazon, pick yourself up fucking five tips for like 12 bucks. They get delivered. If you have Amazon Prime, they'll get delivered fucking next day. Yeah, it's perfect. But you'll definitely never use a fuck. Uh, you'll never use a cardboard filter again. So that's my that's my pothead PSA <laughs> to help you out a little bit. Roll big joints, use glass filters and yeah, you'd be good. All right, I want to smoke because there's a story that I was going to tell. Because <clears throat> I figured you'd want to hear like the, you know, the, the neat smoker shit first. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out this story because I got to remember how to tell it. Okay. You ever get stuck on something just purely out of principle? <laughs> like to the point where you know... That the thing that you're arguing over or getting like pissed off about is fucking petty and stupid. But just out of principle, you're like, I'm not going to fucking budge. They call it pigheaded. <laughs> they call it dickish. <laughs> and they call you an asshole sometimes. <laughs> well, me. That's my experience. So. Here's my story. Yeah, I'm smoking. Get off my back. <laughs> I've cut down quite a bit, though. That's good. Okay. <laughs> so, this place I used to work. It's all dudes. I don't know if I've told this story. I don't think I have, so I'm going to tell it this time. You never really know <laughs> how, like, invested in a storage space or you storage... Oh, fuck, like a hook, for example. This story is about a hook, okay? Literally, a coat hook. <laughs> not fucking kidding you, okay? I got pissed off at a fucking coat hook. Well, not really the coat hook. The per All right, I'm getting into it. Okay, here we go. Okay, so I've been working at this job. It's all dudes at this point, okay? We're, you know, industrial workers. We worked in compost. You know, like... Kind of like, you know, it was manly man type shit. Manly fucking business. Like, we're welding shit every day. I'm not saying women can't do it. I'm just saying that there's very few that like it. So it's like it was a guy's spot. Most guys would go there, you know, like they would, I would imagine that they would move more towards that job because it's like heavy, big, heavy equipment, big tractors. There was, there were, we had women working for us and they were fucking incredible. I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying it's like man's man's work, you know, like. 
you had to be a certain way to work in this environment because you're working by in compost. You smell like shit 24 seven. The clothes are given to you. So that's fine. You don't smell when you go home, but when you're working there, you fucking stink. Okay. Still great job. I loved it. I had a lot of fun. I got to drive a big front end loader. I got really good at it. It was really fun. I was really awesome. Really fast, but also good. Technical, technical skills, technical skills. <laughs> All right. <coughs> So it was that kind of job, right? Like machine shop, a lot of grinding, a lot of welding, a lot of big, heavy equipment. You know, there were, um, and at the time that this happened, it was all guys that happened to work there. <laughs> so I was the longest running employee. So I had seniority pretty much over everything. I wasn't like call the shots guy or anything like that, even though in my opinion, I maybe should have been, but that's just my ego. Okay. But what I'm saying is, so, excuse me. So, I was the guy with the seniority. And this new guy comes in. Young guy. But he's like, when I say young guy, he's like a year or two younger than me. He wasn't that much younger than me. But, like, big dude. Right? Like, big. Like, he looked like... He looked like a cross between, like, Brock Lesnar and Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. Because he wasn't quite as big as Brock Lesnar, but facially he kind of had that Lesnar look. <laughs> and then body style, he was like, he was big because he was big. Like he was 6'3 or 4, he's a big dude. And then uh, and then uh, he just had this, like he was long. So he, I don't know. Anyway, point is, he looked like a cross between like Brock Lesnar and Norman Reedus, okay? Like a, intimidating to most people. And um, he comes in, he gets hired. He comes in. We all have uh, where we have to where we work. We have to we have a change room. So at the end of the day, we have to shower. So we have a clean side locker room where all our like you know street clothes and everything go. And then on the other side of the locker room, on the other side of the showers, is where the dirty stuff goes from like your daily work wear, right? So you change over there. You hop in the shower. You get out on this side and you go your thing. So everybody has. One locker up top here for your clothes and one locker on the bottom for your boots. The other side, everybody has one locker up top for like stuff that you need, like, you know, your books, your whatever you might need, instruction manuals, whatever, like ear pieces, whatever. Okay. So that's storage up there. And then the bottom, same sort of deal. What you might have your harness hanging in there or whatever. Okay. And then on the side you have all, or sorry, on the, the things here. So then right here you have all the uniforms on like a, you know, walk-in hanger. And then on the wall on each side of the shower, because there's a hallway, small, like two-step hallway. And then there's uh, hooks on either side of the shower where we hung our towels. Well, I didn't hang my towel on that side. I hung my towel on the clean side because that's where I got undressed and then, you know, dressed to leave. So I kept my dirty clothes from the day before because sometimes I'd wear them a couple days in a row if it wasn't a real dirty day, right? So... <laughs> So this guy starts, I think he had started like maybe two days before that. Not, it was early on in his, like very early on in his like welcome to the company. Okay. So I have a hook on the other side. There's three hooks. I have two of the three hooks. Why? Because over time, as people have left, I have acquired extra storage spaces because seniority motherfucker, I was here first. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So I have my three hooks. I'm not using the third hook because nobody gives a shit about a third hook. You don't need, if you have that, you're. You brought too much luggage to the party, is what I'm saying, if you have that third hook, okay? So, you got one, two hooks. 
The one hook has all my shit from the day, like my shirt and my pants. Boom, there. My boots are under that. And then on my next hook is like my belt, um, maybe like my work coat or sweater. But normally like my hoodie would sit there, okay? So I come in one day. Again, this kid hadn't been, this kid, this guy hadn't been working there for longer than like two days. I come in, my fucking shit's all over the floor. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> and I know who did it, because the day before when we were leaving, he was like, hey, can I have a hook? And I was like, well, no, because I use those ones, so take the third one that nobody uses. Well, he didn't want that, <laughs> because it was not, it was broken. So it kept falling off like the wall attachment, the hook part of it would fall off of that onto the floor and all the shit would fall on the floor. So his response to this, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Brock, Le Brock Lesnar, Norman Reedus looking motherfucker, <laughs> was to throw my shit on the floor and put his stuff on my hooks. Like, did he not think I wouldn't know? Like, and also, I'm a pretty happy guy. <laughs> But I'm not, I, you don't fuck with me. Like, that's just not, there's a line, man. And you don't do it. Because I wouldn't do it to you. So you don't get to fuck with my shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So this motherfucker throws my shit on the floor. He's like, hey, I don't care. My shit. Because the night before, he had said, hey, can I have one of the hooks? I said, have the third hook. He was like, I don't want the third hook. It's broken. Okay. Motherfucker got hired for maintenance, man. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying here? The guy that didn't want the broken hook got hired to maintenance the broken fucking hook. You don't see the irony in that? This douchebag, okay? He's not actually a douchebag. He's all right, guy. But I'm saying, in the moment, this douchebag throws my shit on the floor because he doesn't want to fix the thing that he's going to have to fix anyway. So why not just fix it and use it? Nope. He's got to start some shit. Okay. Okay. So I'm not one to back down, and if you fuck with me, you best believe I'm coming to talk to you. I don't give a fuck who you are. I hope I don't get dead, but I'm saying, I'm dumb like that. I go, I'm in your face. I'm Italian. Ital Justin Baroni. I'm Italian, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what that means? That means we can have a glass of wine and be awesome and shit and cool and, and whatever. But you cross that line. I'm starting at your toes, and I'm ending at your motherfucking nose. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You just, you don't, as a man, you don't fuck with people is all I'm saying. So this douchebag throws all my shit on the floor. So I go out to the floor in my street clothes. I go, hey man, what the fuck? This dumb dumb goes, I didn't think you'd mind. You have to wear those clothes today anyway. You know... Some people's mentality baffles me, man. <laughs> like, when I go into a situation, if I start at a company, if I start anywhere, if I meet new people, whatever, I feel the situation out. So if I meet new people, I'm generally quiet, reserved, and I watch and I see how the interactions work and who's who and what's what. And then I slowly, you know, in, in, integrate into the group. It's the same as at work. There's like a pecking order. The people that were there before you deserve a certain amount of respect because they've put in the work, the time, the effort to cultivate the situation that they have. 
So you should be giving the people ahead of you the respect that they deserve. And I 100% believe this, and I go into this the whole way. And I feel like at the point that I was at, or I felt like at the point that I was at, I deserved that level of respect. This guy was new. I've been there for eight years. Motherfucker throws my shit on the goddamn floor. <laughs> Figures like, I don't think you need to have it hanging because I need to do my hanging clothes. <laughs> like, dude. Okay? So, I take him back to the locker room. I, throw, I show him all my shit. And I say, if this stuff ever ends up on my on the floor again, those are my hooks. You don't touch my fucking hooks. This shit ends up on the floor again. I'm going to take your entire locker and all of its contents. And I'm going to dump it on the fucking floor. So it goes into the fucking garbage and becomes compost. You understand me? I don't play this fucking game. I expected to get slapped across the face for the way that I talked. Because <laughs> like I said, this guy's not that much younger than me. You know, yeah, sure, I had seniority. But like, I was an asshole. I was being an asshole. But I was doing it on purpose. Because I knew this motherfucker would back down. Well, he didn't really back down. He went and cried to the boss and said that I was bullying him. I didn't end up giving up my fucking hook because the boss listened to what I had to say. He was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> and again, I didn't really do anything wrong. I just told this motherfucker, fuck you, right? There's a line. You fucking stand on that side. I'll stand on this side. Don't cross it. <laughs> it will be all good, okay? So I figure that's it. But six months goes by. And in that six months, when we had, when we had this initial issue with the hooks, me and this guy, it turned into like a whole thing. There was like eight of us working in one spot and we all had to divide up our shit <laughs> and we had to pick hooks. They had to be like labeled basically almost. <laughs> and like, so people knew where their shit went because of this scenario. Okay. So we end up with hooks and, and lockers and everything that are ours specifically. Nobody touches them. In the locker room. Outside of the locker room, there is a, a silver-plated coat hook that hangs just inside the door from outside. Okay? And then there's a series of hooks down the hall on the concrete wall. When the initial argument over the hooks went down, <laughs> okay, <laughs> we had to pick more hooks to hang. Because this guy, maintenance guy, new guy, right? He goes to fix the problem by buying more hooks and designating hooks to everybody. Well, there's a whole plate, like 10 hooks on one plate at the very front of the door. So my boss comes up to me and he goes, okay, which hook do you want? I was like, are we really doing this? He's like, yeah, we're, we're seven now. <laughs> like we have to pick our cubbies. <laughs> we got to label our shit. Like I have to write my name on my lunch. Like what the fuck? So anyway, <laughs> I go, well, I'll just take that first hook because the only thing I'm hanging up out here is my winter coat, which I only use in the winter. And then when I go for lunch, I hang up my, uh, my harness up there. So yeah, I'll just take that. Cool. Everybody else picks brand new hooks that are way down the hallway. So nobody can fuse my hook with that hook and none of these problems can happen again. And my supervisor can like stop losing his shit on us because of this hook fucking situation. So that's what happened in that like six month period. Then all of a sudden, six months into this whole like your hook's down there, that hook's there, this da, 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 da. the whole hook thing had been put to fucking bed, okay? As far as I was concerned. Fuck your hooks. I'm done. I got a hook, I'm good. <laughs> so <clears throat> I come in one day, I was working in the back, again, composting facility. None of these jobs are clean or that much fun, to be fair. 
Like they're fun because they're fun to do and figure out and work on, but they're gross because you're working in like wastewater and shit. It's disgusting. But it's that's why I say you have to be the certain type of person to be doing this, okay? So this guy's whole personality, this fucking hook situation is baffling to me because he backed down so easily. And again, Brock Lesnar, Norman Reedus. A, pit, a, a little bit intimidating look. Not an intimidating bone in his body. Which throws you for a fucking whoop whoop because you expect <laughs> certain things to happen when you're getting pissed and yelling at a really big dude, <laughs> right? The opposite of things happen because like, you, he was soft. He's a softy is what I'm saying. So anyway, <laughs> six months rolls down the road. I had a real problem with this apparently. But anyway, three, six months rolls down the road. And I come back from the back of the building because I've work, been working back there. I'm covered in a bunch of shit. I smell like shit. I feel like shit. I don't like it. It's no good and I'm starving. So I come walking in and it's winter. So I went from boiling hot like 120 degrees to outside to like minus 10. Okay, it was fucking cold and my nipples got hard and I didn't like it because it was too much. <laughs> so I get to the lunchroom and then I go to hang up my fucking harness and my coat. And there's a harness and a coat on my hook. <laughs> now, if you were a mature person, <laughs> like I said, this silver plated hook thing had like 10 hooks on it. So a mature person... <laughs> would have just taken the next hook put the shit on had their lunch dab to do whatever right not this guy because i'm not that guy i'm not mature no I, eye for an eye that's what i believe i believe eye for a motherfucking eye you do something to me i'm doing it back to you i want to make you feel like you made me feel because fuck you <laughs> okay so there's literally everybody in the lunchroom, like, except for the big boss, man. There's like, you know, the guy, my shift partner, the other two shift guys, our supervisor, our senior maintenance guy, and then that maintenance guy. And I just turn and stand in the doorway, like, got all my shit in one hand, and I'm holding it, and I'm looking into the room, and... At this time, like, everybody knew there was tension and they knew I was getting pissed off with this whole hook situation because six months had gone by where we had to rearrange, essentially, like, a, a living space because one guy needed an extra fucking hook because he wouldn't use the extra locker he was offered. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Anyway, so I got fed up with it. I was like, I'm not, I'm not your boss. I'm not your buddy. Fuck you. Don't touch my shit. I won't touch your shit. You fuck off with that. Well, he took over my hook. Six months later, I was like, we've been going so good for like so long. And now all of a sudden, fuck you. You don't just forget that. You did that on purpose. So I took offense. So I turn and I'm standing like this in the fucking lunch, looking down at everybody. Our maintenance guy who's in his like 60s or 50s, I think late 50s, early 60s, looks up at me, goes right back to eating, turns, starts eating like this. Supervisor sees me, puts his head down. He's like, fuck. Because he knows I'm going to make a big stink. Of course I make a big stink, but this time I didn't make a big stink. Now, I waited until our, the maintenance guy that, you know, I was having the hook problem with, the new guy, looked at me. And he looks at me and he locks eyes and I keep eye contact with him. And I look at him and I step sideways and I grab his stuff from the hook and I just throw it on the floor <laughs> without breaking eye contact. <laughs> Everybody in the lunchroom stopped. 
what the fuck? Because <laughs> it all went crashing down. Because it was his jacket and also his harness. So, like, big metal buckles just bang down on this, like, tile floor. <laughs> and I take my stuff off nice and slow. And I hang it up. I look at him. I go, I told you not to take my fucking hook. <laughs> and all that tension, I walked right to the fridge, grabbed my food, sat down on the middle table, and just sat there eating. <laughs> There's one thing I know about myself. <laughs> I am not afraid of confrontation. It's not always good. I'm not saying that, you know, it doesn't have its downside. But if you were watching that from like a third party, like TV sitcom perspective, you probably would have found that pretty funny. <laughs> so then this guy after lunch, He's, I can hear him because I'm finishing my lunch and now he's in the other room, the lab room across the way, talking to my supervisor, basically being like, what the fuck, why would he do that? He's being an asshole, blah, blah, he's singling me out. And uh, my supervisor's like, but that's his hook. Like, <laughs> at the time, I knew it sounded really stupid and it sounded like I was six. But now, like, I know it sounds like. Two little, like, grown children. Like, you put a baby head on my head and put one on his, and... <laughs> That's all I picture now. Two little... My hook! That's my hook! <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> he's bitching, whining, moaning. Supervisor goes, no, look. This is his hook, because you put those hooks up down there. We've been hanging our shit on the same hooks for fucking six months at this point. And, like, this is the first time... In six months that he's decided to forget all of the shit that happened with the hooks. And that he bought a whole set of brand new hooks that he put down the fucking hallway. Okay? <laughs> I'm saying, man. Oh. This is the problem that I have with people. <laughs> I can't. You can't be that stupid. Like, it's, you can tell me. My boss, I remember him sitting me down and being like, you can't get pissed off at this. It was a mistake. I'm like, there's no fucking way that was a mistake. How is that a mistake? Six months you've been hanging your shit on the same three hooks. All of a sudden, one day you decide, nah, I'm just going to put my shit on his hook. You do that shit on fucking purpose. Fuck you. <laughs> Meh, baby wants his hook. <laughs> so anyway, it was funny though, because at that point when he started complaining about me at the end there, my supervisor was like, no, he had to walk him down the hallway like, like, like we were six back in kindergarten. He's like, this is your hook. This is the hook you put up. You've been hanging your stuff here the whole time. This is the hook he asked for when you made him get a hook. So don't take his hook. Like, I don't know why you're taking his hook. And this motherfucker kept sitting there like, well, I don't remember that conversation. He started the conversation. <laughs> he was the, the reason, the meaning, the only purpose this conversation fucking existed. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Anyway. So... You know, the point of today's thought off the stem is that you never really know how invested in a hook you are <laughs> until you've been working on a place for eight years and all of a sudden a new guy comes in and doesn't realize that there's a fucking packing order. Like, who doesn't have at least an, a little bit of, like, if, okay, if I go into a new company and I'm given a hook or, like, there's the hooks, pick one. I don't just pick one. I'll see if there's people around and be like, does somebody use these? Like, which hooks are yours? I know that sounds ridiculous to say. And I just know it sounds like, oh yeah, I'm sure you would do that. No, I fucking would. <laughs> like, I absolutely would. Why? Because I don't want to piss that guy off. 
Because I respect the fact that he's been there first. He put more time in. Maybe he just got that hook. Maybe he was waiting and waiting for other people to like quit, retire, move on, do whatever. And that was his hook. He had his eye on it. That was like his little prize for the fucking. I'm tell, I'm saying you gotta check. You gotta you gotta check. <laughs> you gotta have that level of respect for people, man. Because when you just come in someplace and start going like, nah, I want my stuff my way, man, man, man. Like, fuck you, you're going to fuck up because you're not listening to anybody. That's my opinion. <laughs> but I also realized that I really love hooks. <laughs> and I need multiple hooks to fuck with my hooks. <laughs> but not only did I realize that, like I said, okay. Raw, king-size rolling papers. Again, I don't sell this shit. I'm just telling you what's good and you'll probably like. So these raw, king-size, black, original rolling papers, they're thin. If you haven't rolled with them before, you'll probably take a little bit of time to get used to them because I have little stubby fat fingers. And like, to roll, the paper's huge, man. It's this big. <laughs> so like, it doesn't, it, I crumple it very easily. So I had to learn to roll like this, like as if you're doing like that instead of like that, which was a fucking trip in itself. It was very surprising that, uh, that it took so long to be able to re-roll. But also, like I said on, I think the last couple podcasts, I didn't realize until I started rolling again recently, like frequently and recently that I was rolling where the filter would be on this side, my left side. But when I learned, I learned, no wait, yeah, I learned so that the filter was on the right side. So I've been doing that with these ones and the rolls have been way better, excuse me, way faster, way tighter, burn evener, evener, <laughs> and then the ultimate addition to your fucking joint or your blunt is there are these glass tips, dude, I'm telling you, they're so smooth, like, if you're coughing off when you're using a glass tip, if you're coughing, it's because there's a big buildup of resin and you're smoking it like right, right near the end. Or it's just the weed itself. Like I said, this stuff's a little bit drier. I let it go a little bit. Um, and when I hit it in the bong, I find it a little bit more harsh actually, which is surprising because it goes through fucking water. But yeah, you saw it at the beginning. I hocked my fucking lungs out. But uh, yeah, with these, I like them. And you can get like real nice pulls too. There's never a bad like, oh my God, it doesn't feel like it's hitting. It's fucking hitting every time. And these were cheap ones too. These aren't even like expensive. Like I said, they were 12 bucks. So what is that for five? That's like $2.70 or some shit. Yeah, they're really good. So I highly recommend getting yourself a glass tip. They're really, really delicious. And get yourself a bong. If you don't have a bong, get a bong. You should, oh yeah. You know what? I haven't, next episode, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to start it off instead of a bong hit. I'm going to start it off with a dab because I haven't done that in a while. And I want to shout out the guys that I sell glass. 
I'll put, uh, there's a link actually in the link tree in the bio and uh, in the, the description of the video. I'll put it in there, but you should check them out. They have some pretty sweet glassware and they have some good sales and there's good prices. And uh, yeah, I'll show you the dab rig I got from them. Um, it's pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> the problem with that is that I end up watching the dab rig and all the fun shit that it does rather than actually just like smoking and enjoying the dab. Oh, speaking of which, also dab wise, I took a little bit of time off, right? And then I bought this wax stuff and that wax was delicious. If you're going to dab, dab some wax. It's fucking incredible. Um, which one was it? Okay. I think it was Quest Indica Wax. That was always called. It was either that or Blendcraft. Let me think. Blendcraft. It was Blend Blendcraft Indica Wax. It was the first time I tried wax and it was awesome. And it was like, I tried a couple of the Indica, like Terp slushes and stuff, and it was way stronger and it was less TH or less potent. Um, but the best part of my week this week, and I hope it could be the best part of your week too, was that I went to the dispensary because I just, they got in some new OG Chemdog, uh, live resin, dude, <laughs> That was the first stuff that I tried in terms of doing a dab. I forgot how fucking good that is. It tastes like candy. It's You smoke lollipops, you smoke that shit. It's a sativa too. I smoked some of that earlier. Fucking awesome. So, what you need to do if you want to be a fucking pro pothead like me <laughs> is get yourself your staple bong, whatever kind you like. Get yourself glass tips. Raw rolling papers. And a dab rig. Because if you haven't had a dab, you need to have a dab. Don't go crazy with the dab. Because you don't need to. But it is definitely, if you want to be a weed sommelier. And you want to be all down with that shit. You need to try all these different things. I've tried a lot of different shit. And those are right now my three favorite. And I'm going to do an episode on why each one is my favorite. I got big ideas. I got big new merch. But anyway, those are my thoughts off the stem for this week. I hope you enjoyed the session. So I hope you had a good sesh. I hope you learned something with glass tips, baby. Glass tips. Just order them on Amazon. They come in a little case like this. See? That's the case. And they got a little foamy foam. Yeah. So... You won't go back to anything else if you start using glass tips. For sure. And same with these raw rolling papers. Fuck the zigzags. Dude, I had I rolled with, I don't know, they weren't raws, but they were at my buddy's place. Um, I rolled with these other ones, and they're way smaller. They're like not even a, maybe they're a king size paper, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> I did. It sucked. I like rolling them big now, man. I don't know. It's funny how uh, times change. <laughs> And how you change time. <laughs> anyway, that's my thought off the stem for this week. I hope you enjoy your rest of your sesh. If you've got any going, you're a little, maybe a little joint to be. Take your last rip off the bong if you want while I talk about this. But thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you. I'm so grateful that anybody listens because when I started this, I had no idea if anybody would. And seemingly, there's at least a couple people listening. So thank you very much. And I hope you join me uh, next week at 420 on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes.
wherever you get a podcast. And now YouTube. Obviously, you're watching it on YouTube. But Anchor, you guys are listening to it. <laughs> I'm in a mood. I'm in a way now. <laughs> this beer really did it. So, anyway, cheers to your weekend. I hope you enjoyed it. Or I hope you have a good weekend if you're watching this on Friday or listening to it. If you're not, I hope you had a good weekend. I hope you get some glass tips. Save your lungs a little bit of that Bernie Burn cardboard block. And as always, you know, hit me up. Thoughts off the stem podcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you think of the episode. Tell me what you think in general. Tell me go fuck myself. I don't care. <laughs> I think it'll be funny. I'll read it on the air. On the air. <laughs> anyway. I hope you join us next week at 4.20 p.m. on all the spots I've already listed. I hope you check out our link tree in the description and everywhere you can find us, you know, Twitter, uh, Instagram, check the bio for the link tree and all the content that we've got as well as the merch, baby. And uh, hopefully soon you'll be seeing some new ones. I know you saw, if you watch Instagram, you saw a new one that I, that I might have put together recently. Um, but yeah, keep following along. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast, follow us there, like the videos, you know, tell your friends about it because we want to grow and tell your friends about the YouTube channel too. And uh, yeah, bring people around, join the sesh. Let's make it a big, big sesh. Dude, I'm still smoking this. Anyway, until next time, check out all our content on my link tree and keep your lids low, baby. <laughs>